Welcome to the Ligas International Podcast. Today we have Marcela Lopola from our firm in Brazil. He has been making some phenomenal strides the past five years, and it caught the attention of some of our other members during our annual meeting a couple weeks ago. So he agreed to sit down with us and talk about what that meant for his firm, how they got there, and, and some other key questions that were asked. So Marcelo, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. It's my pleasure to join you. It's my pleasure to speak with my my colleagues from Lagos, and I, I wish I can help in some way. So I will just jump right into it. How do you believe you achieved your phenomenal growth rate over the last, I think it is five years? Yeah, we founded the firm in 2016. So it's been five years since we founded the firm. And I must say that we had the benefit of an advanced starting point because we were a spin-off from a larger firm. And this gave us the, the commercial argument uh, that recently founded firms do not have, which is uh, we already started with 60 people and we, we already had uh, some background, some clients, some records uh, to share with our new clients, with the potential clients that we were trying to assess. So this was a benefit. We, I would say we jumped uh, to, to the second five years, if I, if I could say that. I mean, we started with 60 people already. Um, and then from that point, we, we tried to grow in our existing clients and not only looking for new ones. So this, this allowed us to grow laterally. Uh, by starting new practices to assist our clients in matters that we knew they had. So it's easier when you, when you know what the client needs, if you can, if you can make it up to, to offer that service to the client, that, that company is already your client, is already uh, working with you. you, you count on their confidence. So if you can set up a new practice for some some service that you know they need. Uh, this is this was a way that we found to grow to grow laterally. So not only with new clients in the same practice areas that we started, but uh, growing laterally, having new practice, new areas of practice, and keeping the same clients but with more work. Um, and then uh, I should also say we try to face uh, each economic crisis which we had during the, the past five years, the, the, there were many. And we faced them as a moment in which the clients would be most likely to seek for a new firm, to seek for a new solution, uh, to seek for, for new, new partners. And to speak uh, to every client existing or, or potential client, we left that lawyer costume behind and we tried to approach them as their business partners, as a service provider who is also part of the of the commercial environment that they are, of the corporate environment that they are, suffering with them, struggling with them. So uh, this was different from approaching them as we are the, the law firm, we are the lawyers, you need us. We, we try to place ourselves beside them. We know what you're going through. We are also going through that. We, as a, a 
a mid-size firm, we're also going through that. We're also affected by the prices, affected by these and that. And this, this was good because it created connection uh, between us and our clients, the, the existing and the potential ones. We also tried to have a good communication with the client. So we set up a complete speech for our firm saying who, who we were, what we believed, and we tried to make this speech reach our clients by investing in some communication. Here in Brazil, we have some restrictions in advertising law, uh, legal services. So we had to find different ways to communicate with our clients, uh, to let them know of this full speech of who we were. And we believe that that gave our clients, the potential and existing ones, opportunities for them also to connect with us on these issues. And once they are, we like to say here that behind every company, there is a person making the decision. So we try to reach that person. We try to show our values as a company and uh, assuming that behind this company, there are us. And we were trying to reach those people that were behind those, those potential clients and those existing clients and making some connections with them. And, and because we, we try to, to make them interested about our firm. So this goes from the albino and small people causes that we support to the technical credentials that our staff uh, holds and our court results. So, I mean, if we, if we just say what everyone else is saying, Oh, we have technical credentials, um, then we might not call their attention. But if we do help some people, and we do that because we believe that, but we also communicate that we're doing that, that this makes us proud, that this makes our, our team proud and connects them to the firm, this, this gives opportunities for, for these clients to connect with the firm, to become more interested. And maybe they can call us to say, Oh, let us know about your 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 programs. Let us know about your initiatives, and eventually we'll end up talking about how we work, what we do, the credentials, the results in court, and with these connections made, it's easier uh, to to gather new clients. I would say. So, um, I believe that this is this is what happened during these five years. That, that could explain the growth rate that we had uh, going from 60 to 300 people, over 300, we're five times larger in five years and with two years of COVID. So that's impressive even to ourselves, of course. Absolutely. It sounds to me like you're really putting your brand and your personality as a firm as your first step out the door, first step in the door for these other potential clients. And they're responding well to that, assuming that you have the credentials as attorneys to provide them what they need. You know, this really sets you apart. So that's something I think is a huge takeaway for our other firms that you really put social responsibility first and then bring in your credentials very impressively, I'm sure, on the on the back end of the conversation to to kind of put them through to creating new clients. So going off of, of your growth, was it planned or was it unplanned? Mm. Let me just go back to, to the comment that you made. Of course, there is a, a risk on that. There might be many potential clients that did not connect to that. Uh, and I 
don't even know about them. Uh, I am just communicating what I, what we do, what we believe, and those who come to us, they are supportive to our causes. But of course, there is the risk of many, many others uh, believing, for instance, that we should focus strictly on on legal services, and that's all right. Uh, probably I'll miss those clients, and I'll have. Uh, the trade-off with the other ones that became interested in our firm because of these services. But we also make it very clear, uh, just to just to make sure, just to make sure uh, we're all saying the same things here. Uh, we make it very clear to our team and to the clients that first of all we are a law firm, and we live on the results. Okay, if we don't, if we're not profitable, then nothing else that we would like to do because we believe in because of our values would become possible so our our priority is to be a profitable law firm once once we reach that we can do other things and by doing other things we enhance profitability and then we we create these this cycle of uh, profitability social responsibility, more profitability, more social responsibility. And I just hope we can help uh, more and more uh, once we have more and more results, mm -hmm. right? Uh, because I'm saying this because some people, when they get to our firm, uh, uh, now I'm talking about the staff, right? Because of course, the the clients, they are concerned about the services. But let's, let's say, let's talk about a, a lawyer that knows our firm from from LinkedIn and he likes what we do and he wants to come here and work with us. And then once he's here with us, we have to make it very clear. Uh, your priority here is working, is giving results because um, anything else that we would like to do will depend on this. So just to make it sure uh, we're not a, a non-governmental organization, we are a law firm that depends on profitability. And once we're profitable, we like doing these uh, things related to social responsibility. Absolutely. The clients that you're bringing in in the past five years, do you find them to be a higher quality client than maybe if you didn't have that social responsibility aspect? Like, do you feel like your, your personalities match a little bit better with, with their business or their individual? Or do you think it doesn't have a large effect? No doubt, uh, I think it has a, a large effect because even in our institutional presentation, when I'm having a first meeting with a client and I have a, a seven pages, well, uh, there's the cover, there's the, the last page. So it's a five page presentation. Uh, the first three pages, uh, we are presenting ourselves in values, personality and action. Uh, and after that is done, we tell about, we talk about our services. So we are investing in this, in making these connections. And what we get back from this um, is that, as I said, there is an individual there. And it's like when we start working together, it seems we have been working together for a long time already because we have open ourselves we have told them who we are what we believe and they have done the same we know of our connections so the the level of this relationship 
um, is different from a, a, a simply professional relationship that just started, that has just started. That's uh, what I believe, what I have experienced. And to, to examples of this, during, during the pandemics, uh, we knew some of our clients would be in trouble and would call us for help. And we were open to that, uh, to, to delaying our fees and providing discounts. We knew that would happen and we were counting on that. But then on the other side, we were not counting and we had clients calling us, telling us the same thing, but from their perspective, saying, uh, Marcelo, Vesila, Paul and Mesquita, how are you guys facing this crisis? Uh, do you need any support from us? We're just calling to, to let you know and give you comfort that we'll pay the fees uh, on time to you. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, and then let's say after a year, we usually update the fees and they, we had clients offering us to advance that updating of fees. So yes, I believe that when your, when your proposal is to have more than a professional relationship with the client, you, you, you get results from that to the good point and to the bad point, right? Uh, to the good and bad sides. As I said, there were those clients that we were, we were expecting and we had clients calling us saying, Marcelo, I need to delay my fees for six months. How's that to you? And he said, oh, six months. I was prepared to, to, to grant you three months. So let's, let's do this. Uh, we'll grant you three months and then we'll talk about it. You let us know how you are. We'll let you know how we are. And so that's what I mean. I, I think it becomes more personal, the, the relationship. And we have, I believe we have benefit from that because as you said, uh, we're, we're, we're in a relationship with people, clients that think like we do. So we have less conflict with them. Phenomenal. So this growth that you guys had, was it planned or was it unplanned? Mm, no, no. Uh, at first we did not plan our growing um as our strategy for better results. Our, actually, our initial goal was to become profitable with the contracts and clients that we had because when we had the spin-off, we were not profitable. So we had 60 people, we had these many contracts and we were not profitable at all. And our first goal was simply to, to save some money to, uh, to seek a more efficient uh, managing model so that uh, we could save money in expenses that would not benefit our client, like renting more space to have more and more conference rooms in a very large re reception. Our target was functionality and comfort, of course, uh, instead of luxury and showing off. And, and this is the way many of our competitors go. They, they want to have a very nice reception so that the client is impressed by that and assumes by that that that's a good firm because they say okay these guys are very good they must be very good to have this reception uh we, we went uh, the other way around uh we, we we tried to be transparent with the clients in saying this is all for you now i remember when we started we were at a at a building downtown that was not a good one and we used to tell the clients we're here for you because uh, we're, we're saving money being, by being here. And 
this gives us the possibility of being more efficient of um, of uh, practicing uh, more efficient and of course more economic fees and we share that with the client uh, up to the point that we thought that being downtown was not good for our clients because if we had a meeting there uh, we had to finish the meeting until 7 p.m because the parking lot would be closed so we moved to another building here at Paulista Avenue, which is um, a much better location uh, in comparison to downtown. But still, uh, we are functional. We are focused on being functional uh, and having the comfort that we need to provide good services. And this model brought us better results. Uh, and our transparency and sharing with our clients, our model was also welcomed by them. Um, because at first we thought uh, it, it, we would be heard, uh, the, this, this, excuse, this would be heard as an excuse, but uh, what we found was that the clients agreed with that, that many of our largest clients, they had already implemented business models oriented on efficiency and they identified with our model. And if, if, I, if I started to excuse for some comfort, that we didn't have, okay, we're, we're not serving uh, brunch for you here during this meeting. And they said, I'm not expecting that. I mean, if you go to my company, we don't have brunch during meetings. This is normal. And when I go to a firm that they serve me brunch, I always think that I am paying for that brunch. So let's just focus on the meeting. I'm not here for food. And this transparency we had, again, uh, maybe, some clients did not like that and did not give me feedback, but those who gave me feedback, they gave me positive feedback by saying, this is what we also believe in our company. Uh, so it's good to know that you are not spending the money I pay in your fees uh, in, in a brunch, but in providing study to your, to your staff. That's better to me. That sounds better to me. And this is what we do. So it, it was not planned at all. But after one, two years, we found that if we were accepting, um, uh, if we were accepting, if we we're adopting this model of efficiency, um, the larger we were, um, it, it would be a scale. Uh, the, the larger would be our margin as well. So, we, we had a good feeling about growing after these first two years. And we said, okay, this could be uh, the complement of our, of our strategy, not only being efficient, but also being larger because then that efficiency would, would, would leave more results on the table for us. And of course, it's easier to, to become efficient when you are larger, right? Uh, if you have, just to, to give a very simple example, every law firm needs a reception. It doesn't matter if you have 10 lawyers or 200, you will still need the reception. So we found possibilities of being even more efficient the larger we became during the way. You're talking about along the way, you're, you're learning some things. What were the key milestones and success factors that you started to develop? Well, definitely, to my point of view, uh, it were finding the right people to delegate. 
because in no way ourselves, myself, our leaders would be able to coordinate too many people, clients and cases at once with a good quality. So we had to divide responsibilities among the right people. And we also broke the firm into smaller groups. And I believe that these were the two key factors that made this growth possible. Of course, uh, we had the, the clients demanding for services. This would be essential for, uh, to, uh, for the beginning. But once we had the opportunity of growing, I think that what we did right was we delegated to the right people. We divided the firm into groups and we, we started facing each group as a smaller firm inside our firm. And, and of course, if we do that, we need to provide the right incentive for our leaders so that everybody would be heading the same direction. Uh, so, I mean, the promotions uh, became, the promotions and dividends that we pay became more aggressive, always based in specific goals that were agreed and applied with our leaders. And at the end of the day, I can say that out of the 20 leaders that we have today, 15 were formed in the firm and, and and they thank our firm for this leadership uh, and for the important step this represents to their career. They are thankful for the firm. Uh, there, there's no favor, not from, the, from them to us, not from us to them. So we negotiate, we, we are aggressive in, in goals and in dividends that we pay, but we gave them opportunities and they are thankful for that. So the key milestones, as you asked, were delegating and doing that to the right people uh, and doing what we had to do so that they would continue with us and so that we could reach this point in which out of the 20 leaders, 15 are formed here. This is very nice because especially going back to the other questions, uh, if culture is so important to our firm, it's uh, it's important that we, we keep the people here because... Uh, this is the only, being here is the only way they will absorb our culture. Mm -hmm. So this is connected to the other answers, I believe. You guys aren't all in the office right now though, right? Or are you? Can everyone come to the office? Um, they, they should not. <laughs> the, the correct <laughs> answer is they should not come because uh, we have, we are, we have orientation from public authorities to, to prefer remote working. Mm -hmm. So we, we allowed everybody and, and we made it possible for everybody to work from their homes. But still, I would say that 10 to 20%, they prefer to come here every day. That's me, for instance. I have a, a little girl at home. Um, there is uh, my wife, there is the girl, there is my mother, people that go to my house every day. Well, you, you imagine uh, Latin people here. Uh, there's people every time in my house. So I prefer to come here to work. And that's true also for 10 to 20% of our staff. Mm -hmm. But I would say that the, the remaining 80%, um, at least 80% of those remaining 80%, they want to come back because they miss the atmosphere, the environment that we have here. Uh, when, when, we, 
when we talk about uh, helping others and having social responsibility, of course, it starts from home. It starts here. It starts by taking care of people who work here. So we do take care of them. We have massage, we have uh, exercising, we have uh, happy Fridays every Friday, we have uh, birthday cakes every month. So people like to be here. So although they're not here because they should not be here according to authorities, uh, we're expecting to be able to come to fully come back in August. So what does future success look like for you? Now that you know you're growing, you know, what are you guys looking at now? I like to say that we, we need to seek a sustainable balance because there is no use in becoming larger and, ar and larger if you lose balance. You will shut down eventually, right? Uh, and also there is no use in being balanced if you are at an unprofitable stage. So as I said before, uh, first thing, first priority, we need to be profitable right? And we need to find a balance between becoming larger uh, and still being profitable. If we find that uh, sustainable balance between being large, being profitable, then we can make people happy to be here. Then we can cope with our social responsibility. Uh, we like the idea of having different areas of practice and numerous clients so they were not affected by any seasonality. Uh, so we're not focused in one specific market. We're not totally focused in one specific uh, area of practice so that we do not depend uh, on a client or some type of demand. And so that we are sustainable and we find balance in being profitable, being large and having social responsibility. Uh, but uh, we, we can never forget that the environment here needs to be positive uh, or, or else the most important people in our team will leave us. So you need to think of your team as much as you think of our client, I say. Uh, I always repeat that to, to our administrative staff. Um, people need, as much as we like to have our clients satisfied, we need to have our own team satisfied. And if you intend to grow, you need, you will need to delegate. And, and the clients, they do not appreciate when you have a lot of changes in your team. So you need to keep, you need to find the right people and then you need to keep the right people. And to keep them, you need to keep them satisfied and keeping them will, will make your clients satisfied. And then again, you enter this cycle. Uh, and of course, uh, we need to have a plan to differentiate ourselves from our competitors. Being good in our market, in the law market or in any market, it's just a requisite. You need to go beyond. You need to find something different to do differently. And you need to communicate. You need to let your clients know. You need to let this information reach them so that they will consider going to you and not your competitor. So success would be a balance between these uh, profitability, uh, becoming large, having different practice areas, having numerous clients, having delegated to the right people and being able to keep these right people so that you're, you also keep your client as a result of all of this. Now, this is a little bit of a, a curveball, but you just sparked it between having 
80% of your workforce at home and constantly helping them grow. How do you guys train them? How do you put like get them in the right position to keep, you know, the firm at a level that you want to see it at? We have a lot of uh, internal trainings. We have we have 80 study groups uh, of each area of practice and we have the the coordinator of of that area responsible for that so we like to say that there is a lot of knowledge here in the firm here if you come to our building there's a lot of knowledge here if we can share this knowledge among everybody that's here uh, that's already a huge step uh, and it's easier than going outside than going abroad uh, for other studies. So the first thing we do is we share knowledge inside. And then uh, second thing, of course, we have policies for for financially for financial aid for uh, those who want to to go to a specific course that that is connected to what they do for our clients. And very specifically, um, making our team stronger with new acquisitions of talents out from outside. Because uh, as I said, we need to value those who are here first. But of course, we need to know that uh, at some point we'll need to bring people from outside and they will add a lot, of, a lot of knowledge. So we have the study groups, we have the policies on financial aid. And then we also have some trainings which are mandatory so if we identify that we're having, um, that our team is having trouble in some specific aspect, then it's, it, it will not be a study group. It will be a specific and mandatory training for the team. Awesome. Great insight. Um, what advice would you give to other firms who are hoping to grow? Well, Brianna, uh, I could tell our legal friends uh, what worked for us and let them judge if it we work for them or not. Uh, for us, what worked was number one, we agree with the clients we already had, not only new ones. We try to get closer to each one, identify their needs, and then provide support to, to that need. So that's number one. Um, number two, we tried to identify what was important for each client, and we were totally transparent with them, whether it's uh, our expertise or just a more reasonable fee. We were always open to discuss and understand and we were always trying to adapt. So uh, they can be comfortable to discussing anything with us. If you're not satisfied with something I did, just let me know right away and I'll do my best to make it better. If you are having trouble in paying my fees, let me know right away and I'll try my best to make it uh, possible for our relationship to, to continue. And then number three, which I kept repeating here because I do think it, this was essential for us. We made good choices with the people and we bet on those that we believed most. And we got uh, some of these bets right. And this is, this is what was very important for us in growing. Uh, I just lost somebody yesterday. That's very important. I just had the news that he was leaving the firm. And okay, that, that's part of our business. Let's just see the next person in here that can do the same role as he could. 
as well or even better than him um you will always be focusing on your team um because if you are growing you are not growing with only yourself you're growing with more people so pick the right people be be very attentive to identify the right people uh, promote them uh, give them reasonable goals um, share the results with them so that they will be for a long time with you fantastic i i think that's really insightful and our our other firms are going to love uh, what you have to share today. So I appreciate you being so open with with our members and um, I'm sure that they will bring it up the next time they see you too because people always want to know more. Okay, okay. It was very nice to help. Let me know if you need anything, if I can be of any help. 